Hello, Trash Future listeners. Please enjoy this promo of this month's second Britonology in which Milo and I discuss the second installment of the Up series, a sort of British boomer time lapse. It's available on the $10 feed by clicking the link in the show notes. We've also unlocked one of our recent second Britonologies of the month to the $5 tier, in which we're joined by musician and friend of the show, Elijah Finmore, to discuss UK pub songs, sing-alongs, and drinking music. We've also unlocked a Britonology to the free feed, or rather, yet another specialty episode in which myself, Joe Kasabian, and Francis Horton explain the American Midwest to Milo. Both of these episodes are linked in the show notes as well. Patreon subscribers at any amount also get the free episodes in one feed. So if you want to simplify your listening experience, that option is available at patreon.com slash trashfuture. Thanks again for being a listener, and I hope you enjoy. Neil, when because we know what's going to happen to him, it seems like you can definitely tell that like, he is starting to experience some of the symptoms of the things that would plague him later in life because he just, it's such a night and day difference. He seems very, I don't want to say shell shocked, but like very almost skittish in his delivery. I mean, he still looks very young for 14. Some of the kids look, you know, a little older. Uh, Certainly the girls look a little, they don't, they don't look, they obviously look like teenagers. They don't look like children, but he still has a very like little kid affect, but like you can tell that he's, not doing so great. And when you think about how like bubbly he was as a little kid, it's you're yeah. kind of like oh, he was shit. one of the most charming ones really in the first. Absolutely. Yeah, and he's not it's not that he's not charming now, it's just that like he's he's you know, got a very kind of like dissembling sort of protection that he's put up of like not giving like super uh not being too earnest in his answers and things like that. And what you find out later is that like he went to a uh like a like a comprehensive or secondary modern and got like seriously bullied. And so a lot of that affect, I think, was sort of, yeah, you know, taking a kind a of a great British tradition of having the absolute fuck bullied out of your school. Yeah, as opposed to this documentary, which you will find that some people uh, later on, Neil's friend Peter quits the documentary mm. because in the, I think it's in 28 up, he basically talks shit about Thatcher and the tabloids oh, hounded right, the fuck okay. out of him for it. And so he was like, I'm not great. doing this again. Normal country, Britain. This random man who participates in a documentary said he doesn't like Thatcher. Let's ruin his life. Yeah. Well, and that's interesting too. I don't know if you if you caught some of this stuff, but when they were talking about the the politics, like who they would vote for, um, it's no surprise that the 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 kids from the Kensington School are all saying they're going to vote Tory, and most of the working class kids say they're going to vote Labour or that they're not going to vote at all. Yeah, Susie for me the least surprising Tory. She's she's giving like a real Julia Hartley Brewer energy throughout the oh, documentary. Oh, she's such an incredible. One thing that I found very funny was Andrew said. I made a mistake when I was seven, so let me correct the record. I named the wrong college, uh, or I said it wrong, the College of Cambridge that I said I was going to go to like when I was <laughs> yeah. seven. And they were very upset with me, which is, it's like, it was like my parents were too. It was like, wait, the college itself is mad at a seven-year-old? What the fuck? They're but, like, yo, don't get it wrong. Don't get it twisted, you little bitch. Yeah, exactly. It's Trinity, not Trinity Hall. So, we're, not, we're not those shit houses over at Trinity Hall. So he had, he corrects the record. What I found interesting was Susie's comment on race when she was seven was, I don't know any colored people and I, wouldn't, I don't want to know any, thank you very much. And you would think, you would think, now I realize this is still 53 years ago, but you would think that in the sort of like, okay, you've been on TV, surely you've seen the program, you saw what aired, you know what people have said about it. Here's your chance to be a little more sort of like, uh, 
you know, yeah, the tabloids were like, this chick gets it. Public relationsy in terms of like how you, you give your answer. And also like, I think most kids that age are, are going to be way more cognizant of sort of like not wanting to, mm. to put their head above the parapet. Yeah, um, for sure. She says, I don't know. I, I don't know any black people and I wouldn't be particularly bothered if I never met any in my entire life. And I'm like, it's just the exact same thing you said when you were seven. Like you are. <laughs> she's she's walked back maybe six inches. I know. Exactly. It's like the other kids like. They comment on their the things they said and the things that they feel are kind of foolish about now that they said when they were you know little kids. But she's just like, no, I'm I'm still racist. She's doubling down. She loves it. Yeah, no, she's she's incredible. She I think she radiates the most powerful energy of all of them. Her and Tony Walker. That's the guy. I'm all about Tony. Well, we've got to talk. Well, I was going to segue to that. Basically, that Tony says he would have voted conservative, which at this point in the film. Or in the series, Tony is Perfect 14. taxi driver energy. It's incredible. Tony is 14. He still looks and talks like a little kid. He still has an unbroken voice. He looks like he's about five feet tall. There's a scene of him cleaning a horse and he has to step on a water bucket to be tall enough to reach the top of the horse. And there's an, a regular sized adult man next to him who can like very easily do this. He's still, he basically mm-hmm. looks like the 1960s version of Oliver, whoever the I think it was Jack Wilde was the actor who played the Artful Dodger, who was like 15 but looked about 10. That's what Tony looks like. He's wearing a flat cap. He's training to be a jockey. And he's just like ultra, ultra geezer energy. Don't like it. There's a stable door. I mean, he, 100%, that, that is how he talks. But like, he, I don't know, he, he seems pretty charming. Like in a way, I know that later in life, he was kind of like, he becomes a dog races geezer and kind of like a big boozer. But like he seems very again British culture. We'll have 100%. it respected on this podcast. Oh no, no Tony. Tony is absolutely the like he is the he's like a the entire British boomer generation in miniature. Like he's you could just say Tony Walker, and that's like that's fully like a synecdoche for British boomer experience. Like born in the East End, moves to Essex, gets a, becomes a cab driver, owns multiple homes in Essex and in Spain. Like. What was you know spent his twenties being dissolute at the dog races, but still managed complete financial security. Like a hundred percent, that's Tony. But as he he hasn't yet gotten kind of like on one yet. He seems very like kind of you know this is obviously curated, but he seems very focused, very kind of driven towards this goal of being a jockey. You know, even as a as a fourteen year old kid who still very much is a kid. Oh yeah, in a big way. Yeah, he's one of the youngest looking ones, I think, because he's so like small and like runt like. Yeah, I would say uh, Neil and him look about the youngest still. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Hilariously, so. Bruce also. But what's so funny about Bruce is that this is just an example of terrible camera angles. Because yeah. when you see, and it's not trying to be mean, it's just an obs- observation of difference. When you see Bruce the first time in this, you're like, oh, hey, buddy, like got got a little overweight. I mean, it happens, you know, people change in life. Yeah, but then later on, he's got the fucking Robert Redford jawline coming yeah, through. Later, but it's the thing that's so funny, though, is that like maybe at the end, towards the end, there's a shot, the same fucking take, but it's a shot, like a wide shot of him. And you're like, no, he literally looks the exact same. He's still skinny. He still has big ears. You just framed this shot like so close up on his face that it looks like the hideous mm. visage when you fucking accidentally turn the selfie camera on on your phone when you're like, <laughs> you know, on the couch. When you making, look like a thumb. Like a troll. Yeah, exactly. So it, it was very funny to me because like it, it does make that shot winds up making him look very unflattering. And then you're like, no, actually, like 
I don't know. That was just a small observation, but it was just one of those things where you realize how, you know, much of like the commentary we're making about where Tony is now or where these kids are now, so much of this is curated. So much of this is cherry picked based on like a lot more footage. But it was very interesting watching, you know, that, that, uh, bringing it back to the previous point that Tony said he would have voted conservative in 1970. Because when you think about it in 1970, that means, uh, that means voting for, for Ted Heath, which means, uh, a normal man. I was going to say, like, pretty bold decision as an extremely young-looking 14-year-old to want to vote for Ted Heath. <laughs> yeah, I want him busy being prime minister, so he stays <laughs> away from me. <laughs> yeah, so, um, I don't know, what is your take on this so far as, like, with the politics of these things? Because it does, like, I, I know that a lot yeah. of your family probably has a lot in common with people like Tony or Sue and uh, Lynn and Jackie. And so... Y- yeah, I, I mean, Tony is, Tony is exactly like my mum's cousin, Michael. Like, he reminds me of him so much. Like, my mum's got this cousin, Michael, who was a black cab driver and is, like, functionally illiterate, but is, like, the most, like, charming geezer man, like, would do anything for you, um, but probably has voted Tory for the last, like, 40 years. You know what I mean? Like, that's <laughs> that's the energy. Or maybe not. I don't want to tar him with that brush unfairly. But it's just, like, it's plausible that he, that he has. And I think, yeah, Tony inhabits that, the pure Essex geezer. This is a side note to the listeners, but this will be cut out from the final episode. But I had to correct Milo earlier because he was just calling Tony Michael because that synergy yeah, that is so That must perfect. have been it. It was a yeah, Freudian slip. 100%. Yeah. I think that's what it was. Yeah. And so I, I think like where they are now, it's not really possible to draw as many conclusions about, you know, what this says about society. Big, big, big mm. scare quotes. That's Except right. for the fact we that we, society. we know what happens because we've read the Wikipedia, you know, and I read some articles about this series. Yeah. And we're going to, we're kind of like reacting to it as if we're seeing, you know, only this information. Yeah. This thing called 9-11 happens. Yeah. I mean... I have heard people say that they get as like, it, it's sort of like once they become properly adult, so like 28 and 35, it's actually, it's a genuinely like jaw droppingly good series. So I guess a lot of right, this okay, is, just yeah. pre, is like prologue because I mean, there's, there's a lot of interesting observations they make, but they're still kids. And so like their experience of society is in so many ways, like maybe less so now than when they were seven, but you can really get the impression that yeah. they're just kind of repeating the stuff that their parents and relatives say around them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the seven one in particular, I thought it was interesting in part, but parts of it I did find a bit icky because it's like, are you trying to like gotcha interview a seven year old? <laughs> 